TV8 My Dinner is an attempt at demonstrating intellectual civility while discussing popular entertainment. Brought to you by DarkCrazy.com Fun isn't something one considers when balancing the universe. But this... <laughs> Put a smile on my face. In the year 2007 AD, DarkCrazy.com launched the last of its eight dimensional probes. Theorizing that the teachings of popular culture could save the world, Dr. Shang, but Gilberto stepped into the TV Ate My Dinner accelerator and vanished. He awoke to find himself in a dimension not of sight but of sound. Trapped in an imaginary non-space called the inner webs. His only guide on this journey was Greg, the gruff co-founder of the project, who appeared in the form of a voice Sean could only sometimes hear. While lost in non-space, they joined with other explorers who were adrift on the seas of fate, such as Hazel Lynn and the mighty Mandrew. I am Bron, an artificial intelligence from the 8th dimension who has chosen to join their crusade, to combat the growing toxicity and negativity that threaten to corrode the very fabric of the internet. We've been running ever since, striving to point out what once went wrong, in movies and TV, on a never-ending struggle to subtly civilize the information age. In the continuing voyages of a make-believe space coaster that's inexplicably known as... TV ate my dinner. they established that you know Tony's worst nightmare is still this idea that everybody dies around him and he could have stopped oh, and it. He says you've been in my head for six years and, and, and that's exactly what happens at the end of right. Infinity War. It's like the realization of his worst nightmare. <laughs> it looks like, like the it looks especially like the it being Peter Parker because he he has this sort of father like yeah, relationship. That's the thing too. That's the thing too that we get the father like goes for Black Panther but the people criticize them. Well, it doesn't matter. I was like, guys, but it doesn't matter if we know they're coming back. It matters what the characters yeah. think. Yeah, we're so jaded. Kids, what's going to be in belief in there? For, there were kids for... in that theater. Those yeah, kids gonna be... <laughs> are going to be aged, like carry that with them for years until the right. next <laughs> Avengers well, movie. I, I saw it in a crowded movie theater and, with you know with a lot of people who probably aren't super fans silent, like right? we like we were <laughs> yeah. like we are, and you know maybe have not read the Infinity War comics and all that. And so, yeah, they were a little, you know, put off by yeah, it. Yeah, they were just, like, blown well, away. Well, there's people that don't even know that the another Avengers, like, they shot one with this one that's coming out next year. There they are some that. people They're that like, bite every hook, and then, and this movie is really effective. It's fun. Them, like, what? But I think that's fun. That's yeah. awesome. You walk They're out this like, what? They're barrels of it. But, I, but what I loved is they gave something for both people. Because, like, for us, yeah, we get it. But for but they gave us some stuff to chew on. Like Black Panthers wasn't Black Panthers is unfortunately the one that's anticlimactic because you're like the moment he goes away you're like, Oh no, we're fine. <laughs> <laughs> They're not gonna not make more Black Panther movies. No, no. That's yeah, the money they, train. And then Spider Man like yeah, they killed the first too one, many people. But Bucky's the first one, you're like, Oh, Bucky and you're like I guess that's how Bucky dies. I don't you know, you're like, What? You're like 
And then they give us some stuff. They give us Rocket and Groot. Then did you see that thing James Gunn did on Twitter? Where that guy asked him, because he says, oh, oh what like, were his no, last man. words? And he says his last name was Dad or whatever. Like yeah. he's saying Dad to Rocket. You're like, oh my God. You're like, but then that's how Tony and, you know, Peter's relationship is. And his is horrible. Any kid dying and saying, I don't want to go. You're like, yeah, that's, God. that's rough. <laughs> it's yeah. like, yeah. And then in the last moments, he says, and, I'm anybody dying saying, I'm sorry. And that was you know? Mad Lib. Yeah. He says, I'm sorry. And then he, but then he, what he does, like, what he does in the earlier scene where he says, you're an Avenger and it's all fun and exciting. He gets excited and then he gets serious and he feels proud and he's like, no, I've got to take this seriously. You know what I mean? And the music is appropriate. He does that in that scene because he's just scared and all that stuff. And Tony does, puts him down. But then he's like, I have to, no, I have to be brave. And he gets serious again. I was like, oh, this is heartbreaking, guys. Like, they, I know he's coming back. They're, they literally are shooting, starting to shoot the second Spider-Man movie now. And, you know, yeah. they're going to, they have a Pretty weird cool. marketing problem with that because they have to put trailers out for that before they show <laughs> or this next one. So I don't know how they're going to do that. Um, but, yeah. I mean, what the, the, the one thing I would say for Tony dying, that would make a hell of an interesting Spider-Man 2. Because he's without anybody now. Like, that's officially him on his own. Well, and that and would be better at this point because I like the idea of seeing this young Spider-Man learning his way, but you, but you don't want him to have too much of you that. You kind of don't want him to have that well, suit anymore. I mean, it's like, yeah, I just well, have a yeah. normal suit, and I make my own web stuff. And I, I never, Yeah, I don't want him to be the Iron Spider in... in, in well, I think they said they had a new well, suit. Well, I, I mean, I've never, in, like, in been a big <clears throat> Spider-Man comic book reader. And so... But the way I have always imagined Peter Parker is kind of being like, you know, somebody who doesn't have resources. You know, he's, you know. Yeah, well, that's yeah. the way that's he what was the, one of those Sam, hard luck yeah. heroes. Yeah, that's the, the Sam Raimi movies. stuff actually portrays that pretty well, those mm-hmm. movies. Like yeah. He's, he's a, you know, he's a pizza delivery yeah, guy. Yeah, exactly. Like, yeah, he, all he, kind of stuff. That, that's why he struggles, like, with his secret, with his identity and his, and then, and then Spider-Man. You know, he. He he still has to have a job and still you know that that kind of thing is what makes Peter Parker interesting, you know. Is uh, you know whereas in the in this in this yes. new version you know, you know he's got Tony Stark backing him up so he's got all this equipment and yeah, he's got a benefactor yeah. yeah yeah the Avengers being like you know upstate New York a hundred miles you see the record headquarters in relation to it's actually here the Porsche headquarters <laughs> when we were coming in we flew to New York Alex and I love. Few, like a couple months ago, but when we flew back in, because every time we go to Savannah, we drive back by the, you know, the Porsche headquarters, which is Avengers headquarters, the, that building. It's on yeah, 75, yeah. and you can see it. Yeah, like, hey, it's Avengers. Yeah, I know what that is. But we came in just when you're looking out as you're laying the plane. It flew right over it. It's the same angle they usually show, like the aerial. I was like, ah, <laughs> that's it. <laughs> but they show the suit coming out of there. But they, but that is true. Like them having an Avengers support structure negates mm-hmm. all of that. You know, it's like well, I don't have to work. <laughs> or have a job or do anything. It's just like we can just live here in this weird space camp place or whatever this is. Um, so I don't know. I, it's interesting to see what they'll do with. I mean, I mean they with that anything. one, yeah. Because and the sad thing is that technically is the last one that they have, you know, contracted to do. Hopefully, they'll, they'll, they're definitely a Black Panther. Too, yeah, no matter what. I, I think well, there'll probably I mean, be more Sony. movies. The Sony deal is only and good Guardians for one more. Do I don't. That. I don't know. Oh, what you're talking about Spider-Man. Okay, the, yeah. the future of Spider-Man in the MCU is because I don't. You're know. not excited for Venom. 
I'm going to tell you this, Venom may be the best thing that ever happened to us, because every time Sony shits the bed, they're going to have to make another deal with Marvel. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, everyone's watching this Venom trailer going, what? And she's like, it's symbiotes. We have symbiotes. symbiotes. And everyone's like, like God damn it. I don't understand how they that story makes sense. don't even know what a symbiote sense. is. Again, I'm not a negative person. I'll watch any of these movies. It's fun. <laughs> but I don't know how that story makes sense. If Spider-Man doesn't get the suit first, why is there a Spider-Man logo on that costume? Yeah. If he doesn't, why does the eyes look like Spider-Man eyes? If I he thought get the, I heard that in the second Spider-Man movie he was going to have the black costume. So I don't know. That exactly. movie comes out this year, though. The well, Venom does. Sony doesn't have any kind of master plan. They're working on Black Cat and Silver Sable. That's why movie. I was so like, they're you know this Fox deal's closing, and they're like. Oh, perfect time. We're going to put in Fantastic Four. Mm-hmm. Then Comcast came in and wanted well, to and you're like, Comcast? What are like, you Son of a bitch! You already ruined my life enough I as know. it is. I know. Like, I didn't think I could hate you more. It's like, jeez. It's like, don't let that happen. This is this is one good thing for me. Don't take this away from me. Oh, Comcast, please. Comcast. But apparently there's there's another kind of deal thing. If there's some kind of deal, but they don't. I think actually some of the rights would revert regardless, even if Comcast bought them. Like, they would get all the movies, the old movies, but you can't sell off the rights to another company, like, unless it's the original or something like that. I heard that on one of those Collider shows or something. So, I don't know the legal oh, yeah, But, it's all too fantastic. This is a perfect time. X Men, <laughs> Fantastic Four, all that stuff. You could bring those in. Yeah, because they were saying John Krasinski wanted to be Reed Richards. Well, they said that they, him and Emily Blunt would be the perfect guest. Like, yeah, they would be. They would be. That. And he's got right. a lot of heat right now because I didn't get a chance to see I didn't get Quiet to see it Place, either. but everybody was raving about how good it was. They said it was uncomfortable to watch in the theater, though, because you couldn't eat popcorn. Right. Because it's so damn quiet in the theater. They would be good. I think that's... I, I love... Because he did audition for Captain America because they made him put on the suit and stuff. And he would have been a good Captain America. And he he's said that because... But he wasn't, like, kind of built at that time. But he like, did him this stuff. And he said he's friends with... I guess it was on Cone or something. But he's friends with Chris Hemsworth. Like, he's actual friends with him. And he was, like... They were shooting that Thor movie at that time. And he was, like... He had to put on the suit, and he was auditioning. And then Kristen was like, "Stop by," and he's like, "This big mountain of a guy." And he's like, "Hey, man, how's you going?" And he's like, "Great." He's like, "I shouldn't be here." He's <laughs> like, "That guy." He's like, like an angel mixed with pirate. Yeah, it's so funny because he is such a big, like he and Chris Evans are just like these. They got so beefed up, like they. I, I the my favorite part in, in any Captain America movie would be where he's hanging on to that that helicopter oh, Civil War, to yeah. try to bring Bucky in like good god because I mean, they said the t-shirt. same moment in this with Thor on the star thing it's the same like what's the we can show our biceps the mm-hmm. most right here like, yeah, yeah. Like, like these guys are god like look at <laughs> well, them see Jesus. one of my favorite parts Thor's is like, when I'm Tony just... Stark tells uh, Steve that he'd like to punch him in his perfect teeth <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> He has the best one that were in Avengers. Where he said, "Does your mother know where's her drapes?" <laughs> like I, yeah, I, yeah. Civil War is great. You can't deny it. Like, but I, I think, think that's going to be the highlight of the MCU, no matter what happens. Honestly, what's the emotional? It is the emotional climax. It was the. It's the kind of you know the the climax point, and now we're going to see how that actually. Hopefully, yeah, who the knows? Avengers, to that probably is going to be Avengers Four. So I think there'll be a lot of emotional payoff. payoff in that one. 
what if you had that and then you had a you know, there's there's a way you could cinematically bring all the other heroes back in at the end too you know like boom 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 like like there's one last big fight right <laughs> yeah you could have a big fight because Sebastian Stan kind of do you see that thing where a quote where he just all these people are like, I like it's like you can't have forty people in your movie without people starting to spoil stuff. <laughs> like, you know, apparently Tom the, Holland is a loose cannon. Well, they well, send Mark Ruffalo with him. Mark Ruffalo, you see that thing where the D twenty three, which is like last April, he's like, God, this movie. Wait till you see this next one. You don't, you love it. It's like because Don Cheeto was with him, and he's like, everybody dies. He's <laughs> <laughs> and Don Cheeto like freaked. Like you can tell, it's like yeah, because yeah, Benedict Cumberbatch does a good job going. No, 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 no. We're not gonna. But he's like, oh god, I'm worried. He's like, I mean, some people die. I mean, yeah, he just he just says shit die. and drops his mic and walks out. But Sebastian Stan, who's doing an interview, and he said, you know, it's like crazy because you look over, you look in a scene, you're in a scene with Michelle Pfeiffer, and so like he mentioned like Ant Man people and all these other people, and you're like, well, why would Buck? Now we know where he is. You're like, why would he be with? They got to have a big moment at the end of that movie where everybody comes back together. Mm. Every, not 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 just being everybody. I mean everybody comes back together. And that would be together. so much fun you know? in a big mashup. The problem with with the finale of this movie is, you know, the you could say the same thing about Avengers that it was just a big kind of CGI battle scene. But the reason it worked in Avengers is because they're in the middle of New York and you're seeing the stakes. I think that movie's very tightly plotted too though I love that movie but when they're all just on a big like field it's running at each of, other and they all have like it. electric shields and stuff yeah you, you don't really feel the stakes it's those little moments in the battle that make it work when they cut away where he rocket. says I am, I am Steve Rogers oh yeah like, I am Steve Rogers and he's like oh I see the... I see you borrowed my beard there I love Thor <laughs> Thor's my favorite character now I think but then also Bucky picks him up he's like how much for the gun he's like not for sale he's like how much for the arm he just walks away he's like I'm gonna get that arm I'm gonna get that arm <laughs> <laughs> I love that stuff it's so great or or, or Koya saying like after Red, Red, you know Scarlet Witch does her stuff and he's, she's like why was she up there the whole time I was like that stuff's great like the, that pl- that battle is kind of dumb cause it's like why don't you guys go up to the fence and bottleneck them at that where you open it why don't you wait a second it's just a weird yeah that How whole thing is force field work could you not just cast the force field over them that's where you feel the weight of this movie and the planning of it you know hopefully we see that that was for a purpose that the last one is so you know tightly plotted and it's fun there's just some weird logical things in this movie like yeah okay that that yeah. last bad that wakanda battle is kind of goofy my like, biggest like said, to the point where they're in the woods like the, you actually could have fixed it with tweaking like right. the, there's some stuff that could be fixed with editing here but yeah i mean you, you kind of have to give it just like we said with the first avengers movie which seems very simple and straightforward now but the same thing is like they had a lot to accomplish give yeah, it to yeah, them. yeah it just doesn't play like like i said like with avengers i mean the first avengers with civil war i think every scene means something every scene it's like we used to talk about game of thrones and still when it's good right every scene means something everything matters this wasn't like that, like, this felt just like an episode of some show, mm-hmm. you know, like a few episodes, like a season finale leading well, so, into Like I else. said, they had a lot of boxes mm-hmm. to tick off, so it was... Oh, and they yeah. had boxes to kind of tick yeah. off for next time, because, like, Shuri's in there doing that thing, none of that mattered, but it will next time, because I'm sure she got a download of Vision thing. He's one that could come back, so she finished something right at the end, right, and got it off, mm-hmm. and then she gets, 
knocked away. We don't see her die, so you know she's still alive, right? Off screen, you don't die, right? So, except maybe, I don't know, this movie's weird. <laughs> but, the end. but you could essentially say she'll be part of it too next time. So imagine getting her, Tony, and <laughs> Rocket together in a room. <laughs> Science. I love how like, she's like, Bruce she's like, why didn't you reverse the polarities of those fields? He's like, I don't know. We didn't think about it. I don't yeah, because <laughs> shut up. Because she's the smartest person, right? Like in that universe. So it's kind of fun yeah. to... Um, yeah. How did you? What did you think about the Dinklage? A lot of people have. <laughs> I think that that yeah, was, fun. It was just a fun little thing. Like a have a problem with it? And then he shows up yeah. and he's like a giant. He's so like forlorn and he's like, oh, he's so basic. <laughs> I say, I, did, did people have problems what? with Peter Dinklage being in this movie? Well, people just think he's just kind of. There are people that have problems with him, have a problem with his British accent, and even in Game of Thrones. Like I've never. I mean, I'm not British. But I don't think it's. I like that voice that he does, even if it's not correct. Whatever well, British, it's, it's like one. He's not playing British in either of them. He's playing, you know, Targaryen. Yeah, he's and, a dwarf, or he's <laughs> or in not some Targaryen, kind of Lannister world. And, yeah. 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 People. Just, so we don't have a specific dialect for <laughs> these things. I do like that thing how they show that's that that helped build a little world a little bit where they show that's where the Infinity Gauntlet got made. So it's not this weird. Yeah. Thing oh, I, I actually like, like that. Because you get into the weird fantasy mythology that right. Thor brings to that universe. Well, the where science, like, There's actually like, a dwarf planet where they make magic weapons. It's like, holy shit. <laughs> yeah, that's you get into awesome. that. Well, that's what I mean. You get into the Arsithi Clark, you know, technology magic thing, which I love. I was like, oh, no, this is like technology. It's not actually magic. Somewhere deep down, there's something about Thor's cells that make him channel lightning. You know what I mean? It's not actually magic, you know. Um, but that's that side of the universe. But, I, yeah, that, I thought that was fun. Oh, and then Groot being the... That thing got spoiled for me because we were walking through Target like two weeks before the movie and they had that toy. Which is obviously <laughs> Groot's... Like, I under, I knew that hammer, you know, the Stormbreaker was going to be in it. But it's like, you could see the handles. Like, that's Groot, obviously. <laughs> I was like... So, but I thought that was fun. Like, he, he's like the dis, disenchanted teenager the whole movie. <laughs> but right. He's like, oh, well. I am Groot. He's like, whoa, watch your legs <laughs> Good. So that, that's impressive that they everybody, I mean, they don't have enough for people to kind of chew on in this movie, but I do think it's impressive that everybody has a moment from Groot to Mantis to, you know, everybody has a purpose, even if it's yeah, small the, for a second impressive. to be in the, yeah. the story. That you have those little interactions uh, that make, because the, if they were just all in a big fight scene, then the mashup wouldn't matter. It wouldn't be fun. Seeing them interact, like have conversations, all those little moments, those are what make it worthwhile. And they were really good about about fitting all those in. Every everybody had a little something, and the so yeah, that even really even impressive. Heimdall at the beginning. That's awesome. He's like dark. He's like oh, oh I hate like, that the most. Bring me the dark energy, dark magic one last time. I was like, oh, I love Heimdall so much. Yeah. And like, I know. I don't want him he reacts to die. the most of that death of anybody. <laughs> you know, it's like because that's his friend. That's what he's talking about. His best friend, right, Heimdall. So. Mm-hmm. Well, and Heimdall, I mean, he accomplishes the most important thing. Because what Thor is doing, I mean, if someone hadn't gone and warned everybody else about Thanos, then everything would have been wrecked by the time Thor showed up with that axe. Right. Like, so sending sending Bruce Banner back to Earth was way more valuable than right. what Thor ended up doing. Well, they would have had a vision because Captain America when showed up. All that stuff. So that's interesting. Well, yeah, who knows? Maybe it would have been fine. 
<laughs> That's so great, though, yeah. Him they got to figure out a way to make Hulk not useless. Like, Hulk has been useless now for about three movies running. Well, he was good in Ragnarok. He was fun. He's good in Ragnarok, but I guess I should say Bruce Banner, because he turns into Bruce Banner, who's a total wiener, and he accomplishes nothing. <laughs> He's like, that part could it The way he does, I like it. I think it's fun. But what, even watching the second time, was like, that could have been Billy Crystal in that role. He's like, come on, Hulk, what are you doing? Like, he does this whole <laughs> thing. Like, what are you doing, <laughs> Mark Ruffalo? It's like this weird. He's really <laughs> playing this film. choices. Yeah, it's like, it's like, that's yeah, fine. It's cool. I yeah, still, yeah. They got to <laughs> work that out in the next Avengers movie because this, because at some point, like, Ragnarok went a, a long way in, with making Hulk more interesting as a character. but And Thor. Too. Well, they'll probably bring well, Hulk, because yeah. probably Hulk is one of the few characters that could really go toe-to-toe with Thanos. Well, uh, oh, he got his butt beat there. Yeah, yeah and he's scared of <laughs> I mean, him it's like, a, well, he did, but, yeah. Well, yeah, they're holding that to the end where like Hulk will get his confidence well but back, Hulk but is like well point. the thing is that you see why he beats him in the beginning because Hulk is just a he has no technique because he doesn't have to he just yeah, he bashes never had people to. and that's why Thor yeah. can, but Thor can beat the crap out of him too like Thor would have beat him in that movie Thanos is like Hulk He's like but MMA. knowing karate well but he, <laughs> he's is like it, yeah Hulk knew karate why would he have to it's like vampires why aren't they always learning karate but isn't it's M- not fair isn't Hulk just like Superman conceptually that they there's no limit to their power <clears throat> Like, theoretically. Well, well, Hulk, it is specific. Like, the angrier he gets, the stronger he gets. But, like, that's the Superman thing, too. Like, they get more power. It's like a will thing for him, though. Like, the more will he shows, the more he can do something at some time, you know. That's how they play it in the thing. He can draw more from the sun or whatever the more he tries. But I'm just talking about thematic. Well, I'm just talking about thematically. They always say, like, it's because his will, he can get stronger. And Hulk, it's like he can get angrier and he gets stronger. But he just gets, he just hit, he gets hit once and he gets dejected. He's like, oh, and then he just gets beat up. Like, nope. Like, I'm not doing it. Pretty weak, Hulk. My favorite thing, I love how they do show uh, power scaling in these movies, too. I think they're pretty consistent. I love, because I, you know, Civil War was, I think the Russos are pretty consistent with that. And I love the moment, you know, you see, you know, Captain America and Black Panther running ahead like they did in Civil War. They're fast. Why isn't Bucky there, though? He's, like, taking it easy, I guess, because all three are just as fast as each other. But then um, I love how they show how... Uh, forever. I, you know, in Civil War, they show how strong Spider-Man is. They've been fighting this whole movie, and then Winter Soldier gets all his might, and just, Spider-Man just barely catches. Like, you got a metal arm. That's pretty cool, dude. <laughs> and in yeah. this, he caps, He just catches that hammer. He's like, hey, Mr. Stark, what's up? He's super... He's, like... If you look at their power scaling in the Wikipedia... I've looked it up in the Marvel. Like, he's into like 30 tons you know he's super strong yeah, he's stronger he's than all of them one of the strongest superheroes and yeah. like Captain America and them aren't really in Black Panther and they're like well they're like times five of a person or, you know what I mean they're like they can do a, they can lift a car it's like two tons or something but I like how they show this skinny little kid he's like really strong <laughs> in all these movies and I'll tell Thor. you what's going to happen in Avengers Thor in Avengers Thor, Avengers Thor. in Avengers <laughs> 4 <laughs> that's what they should call it, it Avengers Thor <laughs> Tony's gonna give Steve that that shield back. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I got to. That's the moment we yeah. want to see, because I kind of expected it, Wakanda to give like Steve a sort of that's the worst you know, vibranium shield. shield. Just, that's actually a gauntlet. Yeah, just guys. a fat, really a fat, fat gauntlet. What is this kind of crap? Yeah. 
I love how they like, make this, it so dramatic. This is basically a parasol with but a I love handle how, inside. But I love how in the trailer, it's just, that's the weird design of that thing. It looks cool. Just have it on there. Don't make a big deal of it. But the way they like in the trailers and in this, they emphasize like, and it kind of ret- un- unfurls. But it, like that came out like two inches. Like, what? <laughs> like this isn't yeah. like Wolverine claws or something. This is like, like okay. <laughs> It's sort of like in Civil War when they fight him and his little cat claws come out. They're like, what? But those could actually do more than that little extension of that little shield could do. Like, (laughs) they can actually cut them. This is just like, uh, okay. (laughs) The reaction in Civil War is like, what? Why is he dressed like a cat? (laughs) It's just, yeah. Like, everyone's got to have a gimmick now. Because <laughs> that's the funny thing in this, where he's like, wait a second, there's a Spider-Man and an Ant-Man? He's like, and he's like, How long you have I been gone? He's like, why don't you just call Steve? He's like, we haven't caught up in a while. It's like, we're done. Avengers <laughs> 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 are toast. <laughs> yeah, there's a Spider-Man I like how Ant-Man he's just like, what's going man? on? <laughs> like, you should kneel. He's like, what should I do? It's like, he's a king. He's like, yeah, kneel. He's a king, man. <laughs> and he gets in and he kneels. Like, whoa, 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 we don't do that here. <laughs> There's yeah, just fun little moments, even the moments it's a like very strange culture. Yeah, when the thing hits, you know, those little drop ships, and it hits the shield, and Bucky's just like, "I love this place." <laughs> <laughs> it's just because they're like, the, it's just a that's like a dumb little moment that like anybody would like. That doesn't matter, but it's such a fun little like, yeah. I've it's uh, yeah. I, I don't know. They're they're masters at. I don't know who it is. These writers, I guess that McFeely and Mc, I don't know their names, because um, they've written. They wrote the first cat. They wrote in all the Captain America movies. Including the first one, um, Marcus and McNeely, I think was their names. But yeah, and then they wrote this, these two things. <clears throat> well, I think those guys that, because that to me is the the heart of this whole franchise is the Captain America movies and, and how they branch out into Avengers. Well, that yeah, that I so, mean, Thor's getting better, but that and the Iron Man, they, they're the two big, you know, they're the opposing forces of that. Yeah, but to me, Iron Man is, a, like, a central character. Like, Iron Man was the one that they used to sort of launch the entire universe. But the Iron Man in the well, solo the, movies aren't no, as interesting to Right, me. he's not in the middle of it. That's what even Tony says that in Age Ultron. Mary Hill comes up and he's like, hey boss, he's like, I'm not the boss. He's the boss. He's like, I just pay for everything make everybody look good. <laughs> <laughs> he's like... And then we get the fun... Uh, <laughs> Maria Hill and Sam Jackson at the end. He's like, motherfucker! <laughs> <He's> like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because he is gonna, kind of getting cheated out of these Avengers. I love films. how they have so many Pulp Fiction, like even in Winter Soldier. Remember, Path he's like, the Path man, of the Righteous yeah. Man. That's on his, yeah. on his grave. <laughs> uh, so, did you see? Uh, uh, real quick before we stop, did you see? I heard about it, and then I saw it the second time. I saw it in um, when they go to nowhere. Um, and they're sneaking up on Thanos, you know, the illusion of Thanos talking to the collector. They, in one of the, the containers is Tobias Funke and the blue man. Oh, is when Gamora comes up, you can see it in the background. It's, it's oh, enough and hilarious. weird enough where it's like, it just looks like some alien, but it's him. It's like in the blue man kind of version of Tobias from Arrested Development. I was like, that's awesome. I love how they do that. Like they had, cause they had the, the, the stair, the stair car. car. Yeah. Yeah. In, uh, I still haven't seen that. I always war. try to. I always forget to look for it. So. That's cute stuff. It's fun. I'm excited. Ant Man. I'm excited for too. We'll, we'll get to that. But it's like, yeah, that's a, like a chaser. <laughs> <laughs> it's like it'll be fun. Yeah. Again, like 
these summer movies, the big summer movies all come out before you even realize it. Like, Solo's the big one coming out. Deadpool this weekend. Yeah, too. Deadpool. Soon. Yeah, I didn't even know Deadpool was coming out. And it's like, it's coming out right now. These are all within, like, three weeks of each other, four weeks of each other, these three movies. Which is yeah, crazy. and then by June, there'll be nothing. Yeah, I forget what's Jurassic World. Yeah, that looks worse every trailer I see for it. Every trailer has more and more stuff in it. But like, it looks, what is all happening? But it looks worse the last trailer looks. I think I saw the whole movie. Well, what's annoying is for all the stuff you're showing, I see that Jeff Goldblum's not in this movie very much. And you're showing it's like this looks just like Lost World, like literally, looks exactly like Lost World. Yeah, and that one the wasn't worst very one. good. Yeah. I think Jurassic Park Three is better than Lost World. Jurassic Park Three is so unsung because yeah. it is actually the best follow-up to Jurassic Park by far. Yeah, it's better it's than be- World too. It's yeah. way better than Lost World. It's better than Jurassic World. It's I don't know why it it doesn't get its proper credit. Jurassic Park Three is a great movie. But but like you go to you go to an island. It's not real, like, it's the island and we're just going to take some dinosaurs to try to capture them. That's literally the plot of Lost World. And then we get them off island and they're starting to attack kids in the room. And then they're hijinks the in the city. I was like, that's yep. exactly what Lost World is, guys. Yeah. I was like, what do you... I think, uh... And you show a limited, an old character for a limited amount of time. Like, they showed John Hammond, remember, in the Lost World? For yeah. a little bit in Always house. testifying yeah. to something. Like yeah, so that's exactly dumb. the way they did it in Lost World. Where he's just, like, doing a television interview in that movie and this one he's like apparently talking to Congress or some bullshit welcome to Jurassic World just so they can use that yeah exactly just so they can use that as the VO for the trailers like what a waste of Jeff Goldblum Jeff Goldblum is so like I listen to a few different podcasts you listen to like Mark Maron or anything like he is just an amazing person like just an incredible like just he's so him you know what I mean and that's what Thor Ragnarok did. It's like that's just Jeff Goldblum. Yeah, <laughs> like being yeah. Well, I mean, he used to do stuff like, like you know, it's like the slaves. Like, don't say it's, like Earth girls are easy and weird stuff like that. Yeah, you know, that, that's. <laughs> but even in the first Jurassic Park, it's Jeff mm-hmm. Goldblum. You know, it's that's just, <laughs> like it's just yeah. him in that movie. Sparkles. It's weird. It's just like. The- like, Did you just make little sparkles? Yeah. He goes, the slaves are escaping. He's like, no, no. I, you know what? I, the, the S word. He's like, he's like, no, I don't like that word. He's like, he's like, well, they're prisoners with jobs. He's like, okay, that's fine. Whatever. Okay. He's great. So. Yep. So. All right. Infinity War. Go see it. <laughs> yeah, good fun. Worth watching. Yeah, if you haven't seen Black Panther, it may still be in the theaters. It is in the theaters, it's, it's on Blu-ray soon, if it's not already. Uh, Black Panther's great. Yeah, it's yeah, a great movie. Oh, that one's a good one. This is one. a complete really left turn, and we can cut it out if you want. But I was going to ask about Ready Player One. Have either one of you seen that? Mm, yeah, I saw it. The trailer was. Did you actually see it? The trailer I made it, it look no fun at all. It's kind was of like. It? Here's the thing. The book. I, I, I've been a, not a defender of that book, but I'm like, the book is not a great... Is he, he's not a great writer, mm-hmm. right? The book is fun. It's a neat concept, and it's, like, nerdy, and it's, like, it's just a fun... It can be a fun indulgence, and it has a sense of wonder and mystery to it. And I think Steven Spielberg, what he did in the movie, is, like, he kind of dialed back some of the overindulgent, you know, because now that's just nerdery, so just yeah. part of stuff. But they kind of just took out some of the kind of mystery of it and wonder of it because some of the challenges and stuff are very weird and interesting. And this is just, it, it's not bad. It's just, 
not anything. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it's it, just like, this is all right. <laughs> it just looks like an orgy of CGI effects. It is that, and it is, but it's not that. It's just not, but, I don't know. Like, the book, like, people hate the book, and I'm, and I, like I said, I defend it sometimes. But the book has a, a nugget of something that's interesting in it, and it's just over the top, too. And he did a really good job, and that's why I was impressed by it, but it just, mm-hmm. it doesn't mean anything. Maybe that's a better way to put it. You know, there's no well, thing that, it just, I haven't seen it yet, but I have read the book, and uh, I like the book book pretty good. But I mean, it's like fun. There's a part that's cool about it, right? It plays to my generation, you know. I mean, like a lot lot of those, you know, characters that are that appear in Ready Player One, you know, were from my youth, and so uh, yeah, like it's it's like it's over the top, but there's a but there's a strain that's kind of real. Yeah, well, I mean, to me, it's it's a little um, odd to me that you know they create this world, this dystopian world, and you don't really even hang out in it that much. <laughs> it, you know, it's right. it's all about these references and stuff, Whoa. and and so yeah, it, it loses a little bit of its punch in that and that um, you know at least in the book, you know they really didn't do anything to help the world. They just kind of. Uh, you know, the guy makes good, you know? Yeah, well, and, and this thing, and the book, like like I said, like, I think Steven Spielberg homogenized a little bit, which is good. The book is yeah. too much. The book's too much. But he also just homogenized the what was interesting about the book, and a little bit of it that's interesting. Like, oh, this is kind of, in, like, when they do some of those quests, and they're off in the weird, you know, the Zork world, and they're like, what is this? This is kind of neat, you know? This, the quests are just kind of dumb. Like, they do have a really cool part, the movie part. I don't know if I don't yeah. spoil it for you guys. Like, in the book, they go to, like, War Games and Monty Python. They don't use that movie, those movies in this. They use a different yeah. movie. But the the challenge inside of it is just dumb. You're like, like you're the? supposed to act out every scene or every line. Yeah. yeah, they don't do that in this. It's just, like, there's just other stuff there. But you do get to go to this movie inside of a movie that, a movie you guys love, I'm yeah. sure. And it's just really weird and cool. You're like, whoa, this is neat. It's the best part of the movie. But in, in the end, the challenge is just a dumb platforming challenge yeah. or something. You know what I mean? It's just dumb. It's, like this not, it's just thematically the movie lost all its – it's just a weird thing. It's like it just doesn't make any sense. But I mean, Yeah, but I can see like you know, like, like you're saying the, the, uh, the marketing of it doesn't seem like it was that great. And the trailers yeah, didn't look it, good it at it all. It very dark and – um, it's not yeah, actually, it didn't look interesting, and it, it did look yeah. very drab. It's not really so dark. It's just not, I don't know. The book had just, I don't know, maybe this is book to movie. It just had interesting parts in it, and there's just none of those yeah. in here. And it's just like, <laughs> it's like, okay. <laughs> that's that's <laughs> a review right there. It's like, yeah, the book basically just had a couple of good scenes in it, but those aren't <laughs> in And then in the end, it kind of, and I'll even spoil this part for you guys. It, like, wraps it up. Spoiler alert, Sean, he wins in the end. Like, the whole point that he's winning this thing, he wins Willy Wonka's golden ticket. But the whole point of this world is that these people, lit, their whole world is crap. If you look, their whole world's desolated. And most people spend their lives, but it's not just entertainment. Like, people go to school in the Oasis. In the movie, they don't show any of that. I thought that was really cool in the book. It shows them going to school, and it's part of everybody's lives. People do all their, they go to their jobs in the Oasis. It's everything. But it has to be because the world has gotten to a point where they don't have energy. I don't know. It's like it's a necessity, but the 
the book is not like a, a kind of a thing against the Oasis. We're not putting that on trial. It's about Pete. Right. It's just that's the situation, and we're going to get past that. But in the book, the way – this is a spoiler a little bit, but the movie ends and he wins. But they're like, and you know what? <laughs> For the Oasis, like now that my rules is like Tuesdays and Thursdays, it turns off. So you can get to your real life. And he's like in a nice apartment because he got all his money. I was like, people are in a horrible life. That's their job. Yeah. I was like, you can't just turn oh, yeah. that off. To- it's like, that you, said, he, you know what? They live in a stack of That's what he does in the, That's in how the, the movie uh, ends. That he turns the Oasis yeah. off every... Like, because the whole, like, the whole, it's like, you feel like this is 70-year-old Steven Spielberg. It's like, hey, that internet thing's a little, da-. like, but you can't just turn it off. People make their money on the internet. That's a dumb thing. It's a stupid way to wrap yeah. up your movie. That, that well, yeah, that's not the, the way the book it's ended. Like, the book just kind of ended. <laughs> yeah. Well, he gets control yeah. of it and it ends, but they it's the same thing, but they have to add this little voiceover at the end. It's like, you know, while he's laying in this awesome apartment with all these toys and shit around him, with making out with his new girlfriend, right, from the book, that's the same thing. This pretty girl that he happens to be actually, and then he's like, you know what, I turned it off so I can make out with my girlfriend. I was like... White privilege, man. I was like, whatever. You're just like, (laughs) you just started this whole. Everywhere else in this world is trailer parks stacked on top of each other. Sort of bootstrap (laughs) argument of wealthy people. Like, like now that I'm in, close the door behind me, and everybody's just to their own merits. Like, didn't you just show half the movie people in these trailer parks that are just desolate? Like. Their lives aren't good. That's how like, they're yeah. on this thing. It's like, like they were skyscrapers made up of stacked st- trailers. It's just stupid. It's just like it's just hokey. It's like that would have been a better series or something. You know, I think you. But again, I don't know if it supports that. I don't know if it's that strong. Well, it's it'd just, be too uh, expensive. All the references and stuff, all the licensing, and it would just be insane. Yeah, the ones they have are. It's I don't know. It's worth watching on. I was one because I've heard like like several people I know have really spoken well of it. Parts of it, but you know, I know people speak well of it. I don't know if we would speak. They're probably just stupid people. I don't think there's anything bad about it. It's just (laughs) it's just it's just kind of a nothing of a thing. It's like oh that's fine. Stupid movie and you're stupid (laughs) to like it. I don't want to take anybody who likes it. Well, people, people like take different things from movies. You know. Yeah. But I just, for my, for my own sake, when I saw the trailer for the movie, I'm like, it just doesn't look interesting to watch. So it's interesting to hear the opinion because I never read the book or anything either. I mean, yeah, there's no people had recommended that book pretty highly to me, and then when I they were like making a movie, I was like, well, that'd be interesting. And the, the problem with the book, you know, like I said, the, yeah, the book is not. We just talked about these themes, thematic elements of civil war, and all these things. The book has no thematic elements. The book just like reads like this guy's journal. Yeah, <laughs> that, and it's a cool setup. Well, and definitely, what happened I mean, like no... it has an excellent opportunity to to say something deep about society, but it just goes right past it. Yeah, yeah. And then I thought like Spielberg might have picked that up and gone, okay, cool, let's yeah. do that, and then like make it something even more. But they're basically just. Now let's put the cool stuff in there that's kind of fun. Take out all the mystery and wonder of it. I just like the wonder of the book. There's parts that are interesting. And then he's like, and let's do like a get off my lawn thing at the end. I was like, oh, okay. Right. <laughs> Alex liked it. She thought it was fun. And there's cool moments. It's, again, it's cool moments. There's fun stuff. It just doesn't. It's a perfect Sunday afternoon movie. If you're just watching and you're like, yeah, this is fun. There's a place for movies like that too. They don't all have to be great good <laughs> yeah so all right so 
we shall come together again to discuss solo. All right. Hopefully, we'll come together in real life. Yeah, definitely. To, to see solo. We'll start. Yes, that'll be fun. Yeah, I think I gotta I gotta get that Friday off so I can go mm-hmm. home. But then, but yeah, if, if we shoot solo. <laughs> If we shoot for Sunday, then then yeah, that should be no problem. We'll have to we'll have to pick that out in advance and go ahead and buy our tickets just in case. Because the pre-sales on that have been pretty wild too. We saw Infinity War. The second time I saw it is the first time I've ever seen an IMAX 3D. It's pretty crazy, like a real IMAX. Like we went to Mall of Georgia, Alex mm-hmm. and I did, and sat there, and that's pretty fun. It's like, I hate normal 3D, but IMAX 3D is like a normal IMAX 3D movie as if you just see it like a documentary. Like, you're just kind of inside the frame. It's not about it popping out at you. You just feel like, oh, this is kind of fun. <laughs> it's like, you know, you're just, it feels like more of a theme park ride or something. I just, I just can't make I myself like the, the spend the extra yeah. money for that. <laughs> well, I, yeah, I did it because I'd never seen the 3 I would actually do it again for the 3D of the IMAX. The real, you know, I'm, I'm talking about the, you know, 100-foot tall IMAX. Oh, yeah, like like the, the, the... Not the faux IMAX ones. The, oh, the, the real Does Mall of Georgia have Georgia, that? Georgia, yeah. Okay. Yeah, it has okay, the real so, IMAX. Well, yeah, that might screen. be worth it, like, to see it, like, in a actual, like, science museum IMAX movie kind of thing. Right. Know? That's what it yeah. is, exactly like it is yeah. in Fernbank. It's that IMAX screen. So I saw... And what I find too is like if you go to the if you go to IMAX they actually the good thing about those theaters they actually calibrate sound where the sound is good it's not too loud or too low I, the first time I saw Avengers it was like too low a little too low and that's the worst thing in the world because you can't really you can complain about it but oh, they'll yeah. never turn it up that, well, that's fine. Well, I'm like but it sucks it's just, when we uh, when we saw Rogue One the the theater we saw that the 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 audio was too low and the uh, brightness on the screen was too low so everything looked really dull and i mean it was like that when i saw rogue one i saw that i-85 one that might be near you uh i saw it there, there's a new place but, in snailville you know that, that it, okay. it's a brand new movie theater but it's still like crap when we saw spider-man i went i this is the only i'm not a confrontational person with stuff like this i'm just like yeah whatever we'll let it go but when I saw Spider-Man, we're watching the trailers, and I was with all the group from work, and they're like, I was like, this is soft. Yeah. Like, it's out of focus. And I was like, no, this is going to give me a headache. It's out of focus. And so I went and told people during the trailer, the, the lady, and she came in there, and she's looking. She just st- keeps standing there, so I go back in my seat, and I go back, and I was like, hey, it's out of focus. And she's like, it looks fine to me. And I was like, oh, my God, it's out of focus. <laughs> <laughs> but nobody else is complaining. I'm like, I'm never that person. I don't, you know, send food back. I just don't do I just, I'm like the guy with that kicking and screaming. Like, there's chunks of food in there. It's like, it looks like she's having a bad day. I don't want to do that. But, <laughs> but around it. then once the movie started, they actually, like, eight other people were, like, actually paying attention. And then they also go up to her. And I'm like, thank God. And they had to stop the movie and give us free tickets. And then they had to start it again. I was like, thank you. Well, see, well, I mean, I paid $14 for the ticket to see uh, Avengers in 2D. I mean, so if I'm going to pay that kind of money, plus probably pay another 14 or $15 for a bag of popcorn, <laughs> you know, right. damn it. You know, give it to me. Well, I mean, At least you get you know, or, or else, you know, I mean, I That's wait for it to come out on DVD well, and it'll I'll look tell you, not DVD, but on Blu-ray and it'll look that you know way better at, at home. I'm getting to the point where I I want to avoid AMC theaters in particular. 
because they seem to have the least interest in your movie-going experience. <laughs> AMC actually got in trouble because they tried to promote a, a phone-friendly night, and people were like, what? Oh, yeah. Boy, got AMC, what are you talking about? No one ever wants anyone to take phones into a movie. Are you crazy? Like, oh, okay, yeah. sorry, no, we won't do that. Never mind. Never mind. But ever since they took over... The, they took over the Carmike theaters here, and everything is just worse. Like, I, it's little things at first. It's like I'm waiting in line because I have to buy my ticket. The concessions. Oh, I hate that. And I could have bought them online, but I actually want to get concessions while I'm there. But it's all okay. But Black Panther was like a line out the door, and then you get up, and all the candy is on the front of the counter. So. There's all these kids just hacking and slobbering all over all the candy. And then I go up there and say, I want some Twizzlers. They're like, they're out there. It's like, no, I want some from behind the counter. Like, well, we don't have any. They're like, okay, then I don't want any. <laughs> but, but, so, kids, so I get a drink the and they hand me a cup. Yeah, I actually it's, saw that. It is like, not take your cup after you've stood in line for an hour and go fill your yeah. own fucking Yeah, night. I saw Black Panther. That's the one when I was in Savannah with my mom. That used to be the wind song, but now it's... AMC Yeah, that's the one, and now it's an AMC, but and it's crappy. We had to do that, too, and I was like, this is so inefficient. And the one here, we have the... I actually like the... Even though their sound's weird sometimes, these Georgia Theater Company ones. You have one down there, too, the one that's out in Pooler. Because I saw Justice League out there when I was visiting Savannah during Well, uh, uh, around here... But there, you can get off in the kiosk and stuff. I just buy everything. Have you been to one of the uh, in, NCG theaters that, that are around here? Uh well, it, it's a well. I don't know what NCG stands for, but they but they go around and they take theaters that have gone out of business and they refurbish them. And uh, the ticket prices are usually you know like six to eight bucks for a nighttime movie. And uh, and of course you buy popcorn and everything. And but but it's a really nice theater with like reclining seats and stuff like that. It, you know they don't they don't serve you a meal, which I hate to. And the uh, it's just a decent movie theater, but there's one in Marietta. There's one here in Snellville now, and there's uh, Stone Mountain, a few other places. They, like I said, they go to movie theaters that have gone out, and and yeah, that's weird. We have one of those luxury seating theaters. We saw Suicide Squad there. I think our opinion of Suicide Squad was actually much improved because of the level of quality. Well, actually, of that here theater. now, like every theater is that theater, like. You actually have to go to the IMAX to not have those seats. <laughs> because the IMAX is just normal IMAX seats. I was like, oh, man. This isn't like... Because the other theater here is just like, oh, I just like laying on a bed. <laughs> like, what you watch? Which is really bad for the other weekends when I go see kids' movies with Alex. I'm like... <laughs> you just start like snoring. It can snoring. be bad You're for like, me. <laughs> because I have, a, I have a hard time. We have to go to a really early show. Or I have I a hard time asleep. where I'll start to get dozy in a movie, and that's the I worst. I got a little dozy in Ready Player One. Like, <laughs> I was like, because it's just... I'll tell you another thing that AMC does is they cherry-pick the trailers. Like, no matter what you go see, I swear to God, every time it seemed like last year, every time we went to see a movie, it was at an AMC, and we saw the same damn trailers. No matter what movie we're going to see, it's like, why am I? I'm in a Marvel movie. Why am I seeing the Girl Trip trailer again? Well, that's what's weird about the Marvel movies. Like, when they do this with Marvel and Star Wars, which is weird. They actually didn't do it for Avengers because Avengers had like Solo. It had Iron, like Ant Man. It had. Now, see, I went to an it's AMC like, yeah, to see it. Avengers, and uh, there was only three, three trailers: Solo and a couple oh, others. That's pretty crazy. Yeah. Now we have 20 yeah. minutes of trailers. She's, but. 
What I'm saying is, there's a difference between Marvel and Star Wars PG-13 and, like, this thriller about this guy killing his wife PG-13. Yeah. I'm like, I'm like everybody, if you look around, it's me with Alex. She's eight, and other people are like, there's kids here. It's like, guys, you understand that kids are seeing this movie. We don't, they're not going to see that movie. It's like, just show the That's super, what... there's enough superhero movies. Just show those trailers. That's why the girl trip one was, was like, like, we're watching, like, a Marvel movie like, or whatever it was. It's all kids and in there, like, and you're booty like... Booty hole! Booty hole! Yeah, it's like... Yeah, technically, that's PG-13, but that's a little bit different than just people it's not what you saying shit see. every now and then. <laughs> that's what the Marvel ones do, though. That's... So. Yep, hang on. All right, then. Well, okay. Yeah. What? Oh, I'm talking to my wife. Hang on. Hang on. It's fine. Here for a second. Um, We're just wrapping it up anyway. All right. All right. Well, that was fun. So we'll do we'll do some more Star Wars stuff coming up. We got some more Star Wars stuff to talk about. I'll try to get. I think we still have a backlog of stuff that it did not get out. So we may have some lost episodes of the of the show resurface. Um, uh, and we'll try to do some more stuff. I I really have missed doing the podcast for a while now. I, I want to get back into it at least a little more regularly. There's a bunch of stuff. Yeah, to we talk have a bunch about. of Star Wars stuff to talk about. I mean. Infinity Wars, the big yeah. There's still a bunch of some nerd movies coming out. We still got Deadpool to talk about, and yeah, and Ant Man is coming. Like little things like that, we can always talk about. And there's always, good God, there's always TV shows. Who can keep track? Oh, yeah. Legions oh, no, on no, the I'm second not, I'm season now. It. We're gonna have a whole episode about Cobra Kai. Oh yeah, watch I've watched show. it all. It's awesome. No, but I holy yeah. don't talk about it yet. We I, will do a whole. We can do a whole. I've got it. But I'll, watch I'll, it. I'm, I'll, I'm up. Do you that. like Karate Kid? Are you a Karate Kid fan? Oh yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, like, who isn't, man? All right. Yeah. I was. I thought that show was a, like a joke for real. I, I, I actually like, thought it was like, a parody for a that while. That show's yeah, great. I did too. No way. The trailers look great. I, I'm like, this well, is, the I'm, trailer I'm came on April first, and the first trailer was a little didn't show a lot, and then it just showed. I was like, is this real? It's like this, but it's an amazing show. It's like mm-hmm. my new favorite show so far this year. I mean, uh, oh my god, no, I'm definitely. It's only ten episodes and like thirty minutes. It's a revelation because it's like, oh, these are like thirty minutes. It's actually even more. You can just skip through. Yeah, so it's like a it's like a nice long Karate Kid. Movie. They, it's just so incredible. Like they they totally flip the formula on its end, and you like both sides, and it's so gray at the end, and it's like set up for a season two, which yeah. they're gonna do. We should do a whole we could do a whole episode on Cobra oh, Kai. Fine. I think. Well, I'm all for that. Then I'm, I will have to catch up with that. I'm excited. Quality to hear that. stuff. <laughs> yeah, it's fun. Cool. Yeah, and it did end very gray, so you kind of you know you don't know who to root yeah. for at the end. So. That's the thing. That's that's. This doesn't spoil anything, but you get to the end of the because the first one's so formulaic. You get to the end of this one, you're like, I don't know who I like in this. It's it's just, yeah, it's just it's wonderful. It actually really is. Because they kind of in the trailers make it look like, look, Johnny's the great guy now, and Danny's the asshole. You know, that's well, not both, how it is. They at both all. do they're great both things. And they both do asshole things. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's well, they they they're both yeah. real. They're both real adults that have issues, and they're both trying to find their way. And then the kids are the same thing. The kids aren't even as black and white as they're in the first, you know. It's great. It's just, it's really interesting. I don't, I don't know about interesting. Danny's okay. youngest son, though. I mean, he's just, like, just a douchebag. Oh, he's yeah, the worst part of the show. Right the, and that's their fault. You'll see it when you watch yeah. that. <laughs> he's actually the weak, it's not a weak link. It's just the one where everybody agrees. I hate yeah, that kid. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> that kid sucks. Well. And he has no purpose, but you'll see it. It's not, it doesn't take away from the show, though. 
<laughs> well, you can listen to other episodes of TV at Mindinner at TV at Mindinner.com. Strike first, strike always. hard, no mercy, sir. <laughs> Cloud City After Dark is available on cloudcitysocial.club. That's the main site. Um, uh, we'll have some more stuff coming out there. Check out expandinguniverse.club. I've got some new stuff will be coming soon. Because uh, I do have... The Myth Awakens is the book that I did based on... Uh, the mythology surrounding the Force Awakens. That book is out on Amazon, so you can get that in Kindle and in print. I'm working on a new one now that explores the sort of Jungian psychology of of uh, the Last Jedi. So oh, hopefully, yeah. sometime this year that'll come out. Oh, it's deep, man, super deep. I've been translating from German. It's serious. Jedi and his man. symbols. <laughs> go get it. Go, go get a degree. It really is. Yeah. <laughs> Well, people buy know, a book, right? then they can... I don't think I can ever make money doing this stuff. But, but yeah, if you would go out, you know, I'll post some of the, some more of that stuff onto the blog as well. But, but yeah, the, the, the first book is out and in its completed state. So I would encourage you to go out and buy that book now. Um, but, but, yeah, so we'll have some more stuff like that coming up soon, especially with Solo and some of these other Star Wars projects coming up. Uh, so until then... Oh, all kinds of good stuff. I'm going to make a prediction. The solo movie, I think, I hope, is the Star Wars movie that us old school fans have been waiting to see since the the 80s. I think it's going to be real fun. I think it looks super fun. Oh, God. No, 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 no. I think Solo looks like like a just it's, it's, the, it'll be a it doesn't have to do anything rock. so it can just have fun in that universe yeah. it, the amusement park ride version yeah. that we want to see. I think it'll be, it'll be a perfect EU fun like type experience like those books were. Yeah, and they're already talking about doing a Lando spinoff movie, so right. there you go. Everything you heard about me is true. I know that's <laughs> awesome. <laughs> it is my favorite yeah. character. I love it. So okay, uh, enough of that. We'll talk about that. All right. <laughs> Yes, my name is Sean. And I am Greg. My name is Andrew. We'll talk to you next time. Dog freezer.